sent the good, so I had to flood the hood. The plug sent the bad, and I off that too. That made me a bigger asset to the plug. But tell me how you feel. A League Show back in full effect. How's everybody doing out there? Key, what's happening, man? It is good. It is good. It is good. What we, we, we up to, Aaron? It's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> we took a week off, man. How y'all? I'm, I'm, I'm good, man. What's up with y'all? Team on the intro. It's been a while. I know. Tell me about it. <laughs> King, we happy to hear you, man. Rashad, Absolutely. It's what I'm here for. It's what I'm here for. By yeah. the way, speaking of, speaking of you, Rashad, you've been telling us a lot about a recent uh, picture photos mm. that have been you know that have been going around involving <laughs> one. Uh, whom was it again? <laughs> hey man, right now I'm just focused on the finals. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm really just focused on you know working, and uh, that that's all I'm focused on. I'm focused on the work right now. Do his old trials. What do you right feel now. like you had to do to improve your defense in game two? Um, well you know, <laughs> it, it's it's kind of tough because you know once you have a cross country trip like that from Georgia to California, it's kind of tough to to hold your your own fort. But I feel like you know at the end of the day, you know. Uh, we'll, we'll find our way to, to get the W. <laughs> Dude, I mean, the, the people listening are like, wait, what's going on? Y'all gonna, y'all gonna figure it out. Don't worry. Absolutely. Y'all gonna absolutely. figure it out. They'll find out sooner than later <laughs> exactly what you up to. But yeah, we back in full effect. Absolutely. You got Eric, got Rashad, of course, I'm Akeem, and got, got David up in here. Um, Jeremy, of course, uh, unfortunately couldn't uh, couldn't make it. He's uh, at a Where's little bit of function again. Yeah. He's at a, a wedding. Right? At a wedding, yeah, something like wedding. that. Okay. Shout out to De- shout out to Jeremy, man. Shout out to weddings. Uh, you up next? <laughs> <laughs> you like damn? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Boy, <laughs> Guess so. I guess so. Pretty much. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's it's been good. Had a week off, but now we back. We back so baby. absolutely. Oh, real quick, we appreciate everybody who was um, who's who's been giving us some love, man. Uh, for the last couple of podcasts or whatever, just the podcast period, like the reviews and, and people saying they would, um, they do want to listen and have subscribe and enjoy listening or whatever. Like we appreciate y'all, man. That's dope. And just the last interview alone. But once again, shout out to Craig Hodges. That was fun. Shout so out to uh, shout out to Rap Snacks. And Rap Snacks, man. Y'all need to pay us. That's a, yo. That's real though. Like I need that check, Rap Snacks. <laughs> I need that check. Hungry, we need that man. money. That boy hungry. <laughs> that, yeah, nah, real for real, Rap Snacks. We made y'all popping. All right? What's up? Hit us up. Twitter, A-League One. That's our Twitter. Hit us up, man. Absolutely. Hey. We gave y'all some love. We did give them a lot of love. We gave, we gave y'all a lot of love. That was like, <laughs> the worst ones. Well, okay, wait, wait. The worst ones, though. What was the worst chips we had? The Fetty Wops. Fetty Wops. Dang. Uh, and the best hey, ones hey, were hey, the Avalanche. Fetty Wops. If we want a, a, a sponsorship, should we really be saying who's No, nah, but we're trying to help them improve. The <laughs> other ones were good, but that was a bad one. <laughs> well, work hey. on the Fetty Wops. <laughs> yeah, work on the Fetty Wops. That's all we want to Work on the Fetty Wops and sign us to a deal, and then we, we can keep going and progressing as business partners, right? Snacks. <laughs> you clean that up nice. He cleaned Sounds up like a nice. plan. Nice. Absolutely. Nice. Sounds like a plan. Let's get to, I let's, think they just mean they want the bags to be bigger. They mean it tastes better. That's it. They the bags to be bigger. Yeah, you know these, you know how it is. You know, like, it's a lot of air in these potato chip bags. It is, man. What's up with that? They're cutting it short. Tell the first one. With a dab orange. Let's get into it with uh, the Hawks, though, man. First one. Uh, let's run that Hawks. We introduced our GM, Travis Schlink, yesterday. 17th GM in the history of the Hawks. Who? Travis Schlink. Who? Travis Schlink. Run that. It should be. Uh, we've tried to win every year, uh, but there's no doubt that. Over the past two years, what we've seen and what I've said is uh, the goal is how do we make better decisions? How do we have more firepower in the front office uh, with that, uh, if you will, uh, comfort level that we could get to the next level? Uh, I think and we felt that Travis absolutely has that uh, understanding, has seen it firsthand. uh, And I'd say as importantly, and we've now seen this firsthand and uh, have learned it in our reference checks. Travis understands every part and does the work. Uh, Understanding players and recruiting players and understanding what makes a franchise player friendly, all of these are critically important for us. And we met a whole lot of folks that seem to have strengths in one of those areas. Maybe in recruiting, maybe in evaluating player personnel, maybe in understanding an organization, uh, maybe in understanding what a championship is with a championship background. But we didn't find folks, any individual that we felt offered all of the above. 
until we ran into Travis and spent real time with him. So front office of Golden State to where they where we are right now or where they are right now in Golden State, seven years. Um, so it's it's not a quick process. You know, it takes time, and the way you get there is by maintaining your flexibility, accumulating assets, and developing your own talent. As Tony said earlier, we have in Coach Bud and his staff a great group of coaches who've done a great job historically of developing talents. So we're in great shape there. We have 11 draft picks coming up in the future. So we have flexibility and assets there. So we're actually in a better place right now than Golden State was when I started there. Now that doesn't mean that we can get there, you know, in seven years, but we're, we're, we're in a good place to start building for the future right now. Um, as far as the players on the roster right now, we have, we have obviously we have a good team here. Uh, for 10 years in a row, this franchise has been in the playoffs, so we're fortunate. Most of the time when guys take a job at my level, they're getting bad teams. I'm inheriting a good team with a, with a nice foundation uh, that has some flexibility, and that's what we're going to look to maintain. And as we get to a position where a trade or an acquisition comes available for a superstar, we're going to be in position to do that. I've, even in Golden State early, you know, we had Joe who wanted to go out there, wanted to show. I don't think it makes sense for a franchise to go into the tax unless you're competing for a championship. Uh, to go into the tax to try to get, you know, to, to a eight, seven seed, to me, you know, being fiscally responsible with these gentlemen's money, that, that's not right. But if we're there where, you know, we make a move, but it's going to put us in the tax by a few million dollars, but it's going to give us a better chance to win a championship, that's when I'll go to bat and I'll be knocking on Tony's door and I'll say, listen, this is something we need to do because it's going to get us to where we want to go. But until we get to that level, um, I can't sit here and say, it's a smart business decision to go into the tax. There's a lot of stuff in there. Uh, that's Travis Schlenk, uh, Atlanta Hawks. New GM introduced him yesterday, Friday, at Phillips Arena. Uh, a lot of excitement around him coming from uh, Golden State and whatnot. <clears throat> he spent last, the last five years as assistant general manager, so he's, had, he's got a lot of uh, pedigree. So uh, everybody's excited about him being here, uh, a new era in Hawks basketball. Uh, what do you guys feel uh, from, from what he was saying yesterday to things you were hearing? Do you guys <clears throat> Have, does he give you any kind of hope for uh, a completely new change, innovative way of, of, of this Hawks team taking us to the next level? He, he sounds like he's uh, about to take us into a rebuild. Um, and then, <clears throat> excuse me, and then the whole thing about not wanting to go into the luxury tax, it's, it sounds like, you know, he, he's willing to not bring back either Hardaway or, or Millsap. I guess that's a positive, but... Yeah. I mean, the whole, you know, superstar, uh, you can acquire a superstar and we have assets. And, you know, I've heard that story a billion times before, you know, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You know, what, what are you going to, how are you going to do it? You know, that, that was a big thing uh, when some pe certain people were on the presidential campaign last year. They were saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And Shots. people were like, how are you going to do it? <laughs> so, uh, you know, I mean, it's yet to be seen, like, how he's going to do it. But, uh yeah, it sounds like we about to go into a rebuild. A rebuild. Mm -hmm. What do you think, David? Um, I mean, it's definitely it's definitely refreshing to hear a different a different voice, a different someone separate from uh, you know the Spurs regime. You know, it's just like for the past couple months, we you know we've heard about wrestler, you know, like and you know, and Hawks management, somebody like that. we're gonna try to keep the team together. You know, we're gonna you know we won't we won't set back bad. You know, we won't bring Tim Hardaway back. And, you know, everybody knows, you know, like, you know, like if you bring a team back together, first round, second round team. And, you know, just looking at it now, you know, it's this new guy, a new guy with a different way of thinking, a different way of management. He's just like, that's not going to cut it. And I like to hear that because it's just like, you know, I understand how some people say, like, you know, Millsap leads the team. It's a lottery team. But at the same time, you know, this guy's 32 years old. Lock this dude up. You know he's only gonna get worse, and you know you got a you got a weird team. You got three young guys on the wing, and then you got two older guys in your front court, and it's just like something got to give because like you're gonna you know give these guys the, the vets, you know start dealing these young guys for 
for picks, you know, for veterans to get these veterans to win, or are you going to go, go young? It's just like you can't go in between. But, you know, I'm definitely glad to hear a different voice. You know, it's, it's uh, you know, hopefully, you know, he's different from Ferry. You know, he has a long-term plan because, you know, like, you know, Ferry, you know, he came in with, uh, you know, a good approach, you know, talks about flexibility and, you know, bad contracts and all that type of stuff. And, you know, hopefully, you know, he has long, you know, because, you know, he's dealing, you know, with... Uh, you mentioned the same thing, though, too. Like, yeah. Sorry, the f- flexibility thing. But, yeah, they, yeah, that was similar, yeah. It's like with Atlanta, you know, it's, just, it's different, you know. It's just It's kind of like a similar situation, actually, because, you know, you have bad contract stuff. So, it's just... And I'm very curious to see, like, what happens going forward. Yeah. I think that as far as, as far as Schlank goes, whenever you hear someone that's either from, like David was saying, either the San Antonio or, in the, this case, Golden State it automatically is going to get the ears and eyes of a lot of fans because automatically people are going to be thinking, okay, you know, we're going to be, you know, the next Golden State. And obviously, of course, as we've seen time and time again throughout the NBA and throughout all sports, just because you get someone who was, you know, who had success at at one team doesn't necessarily mean that they'll have success at another. So as Rashad said, it does sound like that they're about to start to take the Hawks into, uh, you know, into a rebuild. And I think it's also... You know, very curious that you know they mentioned the, all those um, all those draft picks. It would be interesting to see which one of those, you know, how many of those draft picks actually turn out to be like real productive players, and which ones, you know, end up just being busts. Because you know they can rebuild through the draft all they want, but eventually they're going to have to sign free agents. They're going to have to make trades, and in order to do that, in order to get those free agents, those big free agents in the future, if they want to sign someone in the future like a like a Russell Westbrook, they're going to have to convince them someone of that caliber, of that stature within the NBA to actually want to play in Atlanta. They were able to do it with Dwight Howard because he, you know, he's from here. But as far as actually doing it throughout the NBA, it's much harder to do, especially going into a conference where, must I mention once again, as I mentioned on previous shows, LeBron James is still in the East. Yes. I just can't stand, you know, they keep talking about three picks, three picks, but those picks aren't really that good. You know, you look at it, it was 2019 Cleveland first round pick. Yeah, that's gonna be thirtieth. That's gonna be like thirtieth pick, and then you have the two thousand eighteen Minnesota pick, second round. Yeah, and just like they should be a playoff team, or it's gonna be like fifteen at worst. Yeah, no, no, and, no, they're not. Yo, yeah. I'm chirping, but like, didn't the Hawks get a Cleveland pick or a Miami pick from? When LeBron went back to Cleveland, I was thinking about this yesterday, and uh, I didn't look it up to confirm it. it. Uh, Boston right. did. Boston did. Yeah, Boston got it, and they had to clear, uh, get rid of Jared Jack and Tyler Zeller to clear up for LeBron. Because it, it was really weird. I, I remember something like it was a third team involved, and I thought it was the from Hawks. last year or what? From uh, no, from, from 2014. Tri- oh, 2014. When, okay. when LeBron went back, I thought the Hawks were in that trade. Oh no, it was uh, Boston. And- yeah. Brooklyn, I think Brooklyn was involved too. But yeah, it was it was a bunch Brooklyn. of random teams. Nah, yeah, yeah, he sounds. Um, uh, first, he looked he looked pretty damn nervous, which was expected because I you know I think he's I think at the same time he looks excited for the job and that's what we kind of want somebody to be here that's excited to make a change here in Atlanta. At the same time, um, yeah, I can I do see the the rebuild talk a little bit there, but. Um, it, and they've tried to stay away from a complete rebuild. I think we've mentioned in so many podcasts before that they're trying to stay afloat, uh, be competitive yet. Like, obviously, the last 10 years been in the playoffs. But they're trying to stay competitive and as well as get younger. And that's a tough thing to really do. And I think that's why we know this summer here is, like, pretty much, once again, another impor- one of the most important uh, uh, free agencies for in Hawks history. Because what are they going to do with Paul? Uh, dun, pretty dun, pretty dun, indicative dun. of yeah, just what's gonna happen the next couple of years. You have some good pieces here, mm-hmm. or whatnot, to see what he can do. Uh, the flexibility he kept talking, he said flexibility like so many times, ten times in the whole thing. And I, I at least can appreciate there's a room, there's a space here for them to really operate at least. You know, like compared to a couple of years ago, you felt tied down. If you obviously you sign Paul, you won't have that much space to uh, yeah, yeah to, because off. doesn't he get Paul gets thirty percent of the cap right? Yeah, it's thirty five yeah, million. Thirty five. Yeah, so you can't – if you do that, we pretty much – you're making a decision on what's going to happen for the next couple of years or whatnot. But uh, I am excited about it. It's It doesn't mean it's going to be a quick change, as you mentioned. It doesn't mean 
in the next couple of years, we'll be in the NBA Finals. What? I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Rashad. It's so if we bring happen. someone from Golden State, you mean we won't win a championship in the Rashad. next three years? I'm sorry, Rashad. <laughs> Much to your chagrin, Rashad. I'm sorry, Rashad. Do, do you think we can bring Steph Curry in this summer? I think so. Get it, Reunite him with Baze in the backcourt? I think Steph Curry's coming to Atlanta. Actually, I, have, I have a good source from Chris Broussard that says he's coming to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Stephen Bays. We're going to be 17. <laughs> Stephen Bays. Shout out to Steph, man. But, so, but I'm, go, I'm go, excited, though. Going Sorry. back to, to David's point, when he was saying, uh, you know, the draft picks that they were getting aren't that good. You know, he said, at best, 15, 14. Yeah. Those are where the best players are coming from. Giannis and, and Draymond, who was a second-round pick. Like, the best guys don't go in the top 10 anymore. <laughs> You're gonna find gems. You're gonna find a lot of gems in the late first round and second round. I completely unfortunately the Hawks don't draft like that. Yeah, yeah but see the thing is, it yeah there are plenty of good players, but we just don't draft well. Like you just but, said, but, so but it's maybe, like but they're there. You just gotta be able to actually well. get. It. Yeah, now we gotta give Travis a chance. He has maybe, a short time to. Uh, he has a short like just window here to get everything situated and figure out what's going yeah, on in the team. Part. But I don't yeah. know what position he's. I wish that would have been a question yesterday. What position? Are you guys looking, you know, because nobody asked that. Well, I mean, but he, he doesn't even know the team. Can, they can say he knows that. the team. Nah, man. No, he, no. Did you hear that press? It sounded like he just Googled the Hawks. No, I know. He did, he did just like hit us he up. Said, like the we, we did make the playoffs 10 years in a row. I think. Uh, he said, I think. Yeah. Dwight Howard averaged 13 and 13 last year. You can ask for the like, needs. Uh, yes. Uh, there you go. He's so busy with Golden State. He didn't ask. Did he talk about Dwight? Did he say Dwight could still be a contributor? He's one of the best big in the league. He averaged 13 and 13 last year. He wanted to talk to him face to face yeah. he doesn't want to go off what everybody else been yeah. saying about him they yeah. say only talk during text message yeah and that goes so into, with yeah. Golden State he's been winning championships or competing for championships they have a, I, I mean the thing is at least he's like he's coming to a team that there's not a lot of drama we don't have any drama here uh, so there's nothing for him to fix for as far as like culture goes and everything everything I think in Atlanta is um, it's it's easily it, it's like capable of becoming something special like there's not a lot of drama here but to get people his job, he's going to realize when he gets to Atlanta, is getting people, um, galvanizing people, fans, and becoming real, like a lot more passionate and consistently passionate about the Hawks. Is, Obviously, um, not you, Rashad. I know, that, I know what you're going to say. What you're going to say? Tra- trade for Clay Thompson? No, no, I'm not going to say that. But the fans, <laughs> because we get on the fans all the time. But I think he'll realize that's another part of this job. It's not just basketball. He's going to have to realize just about the community itself, Atlanta. It uh, it's an interesting place to be a GM. It's just an interesting place to be a coach, yeah. player, and all that. So absolutely, he'll realize that. Yeah, yeah the, the Hawks. Need to trade for Mike Vick. They're gonna cling on to every Mike single Bibby. word he said. You know, just like last week, he talked about you know finding a Steph Curry, a Clay Thompson, and a Draymond. It's just I like, saw that. You know, yeah. Just like you know, do you think this is such a current personnel? Do you think this is something that you're gonna find in the draft? Or what do you see in these guys right now? Because they obviously have different skill sets. Like Dennis is nowhere near Steph Curry. They're yeah. two different players. And, yeah. And uh, Hardaway, you know, he's definitely not with Clay Thompson. And mm-hmm. and you know, just trade for Clay Thompson. Clay's chilling right now. Clay's just playing defense. I don't know why he's even shooting. He's just out there playing defense. defense. Uh, he's been shucking it up, boy. Yeah, he's been out to Clay, man. shutting down Kyrie. Golly. That's what happens when you have no bridge, man, on your nose. That is an interesting point that you just mentioned about the fans. I wonder exactly, you know, given the given the tenor around the team and given the overall tenor around the team in terms of fans, how much time do you think that fans are going mm. to give Give Travis Schlenk. Like, are they going to give him, like, say, four years to turn uh, it around? Are people I impatient in three Atlanta? Months. Are people impatient months, in Atlanta? Three months. Are, are you impatient in Atlanta? Or you think that? I mean, it's Atlanta. I don't think people are impatient. I mean, I mean, I mean we're not I mean, New York. I'm not impatient. Yeah, yeah, but we're not impatient. If you understand the team and what's the history, I don't think you should be. If, if you understand the history, then you'll be like, okay, a couple years. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. I mean, but, 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 if, but if you're trying to become a Hawks fan and trying to believe in them now, they, they'll give them one offseason. That's real. And then head back to LeBron. Yeah. yeah, this yeah, definitely this isn't Boston, you know. This <laughs> yeah. Or New York, or they want you to or win at a snap of a finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not going to be like that. So he'll I probably know. enjoy that. True. Uh, that it's not like that, but he's... He seems like a good. We'll give. Obviously, he had no choice. Give him a chance. See what he can. What yeah, he can do. Man. A lot less media I mean, in Atlanta with, uh, too than in the Bay Area. Oh yeah. I mean, with attendance and stuff, you know, you really got nowhere to go but yep, up. But up. <laughs> last, a, last. What finished? I think like, twenty. I think last year, twenty six. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, but we all even our the, fin- the funny thing is, even our sixty win season, we yeah, were still only like fifteen or sixteen. Let me see. I I they they might have been in the twenties. What in our in our sixty win season? Yeah. Let me see. I thought it was even. I guess no Philly. Team. I guess no Philly games kind of hurt them. They yeah. play a lot of uh, Philly games, man. It's just so I don't I don't know what it is, honestly. Yeah, I because they they only played Philly what twice 
at home. They only play Philly twice at home, and they play Phoenix once at home. Those are the worst games, Philly and Phoenix. We have yet, to, you know, who we have yet to play Embiid here. We haven't seen Embiid here. He hasn't yeah, played yeah, in yeah. He, he doesn't play. Yeah, he hasn't in played in line because every time he was, we were supposed to play, he comes, yeah, he, he doesn't play. He's hurt. Yeah, he's right. Hurt. No, no. Or he took a day. Or he took you a, know, take a day off because he's getting back, true. back into it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We have yet to see. I think he was really hurt. No. Wait. <laughs> At the end of the oh, year. Oh, no, yeah. I uh, mean, they shut him down. Uh, they're trying to get a higher pit. Trust the process. Trust the process. Shout out to Bleacher Report on that. I apologize. Shout yeah. out to Bleacher Report, man. Yeah. They did a, they, they nailed that with him. They did a, oh, Hank, did a great job with that uh, that Rondo trade, you know, getting that done, you know, clearing that space up and taking the taking the Kings pick in 2019 and got the pick swap this year because their pick wasn't – wasn't third overall. That was Sacramento's pick they got. Oh, really? Swap. So that's why they they got the fifth. Yeah, Philly had the fifth. Fifth, pick. yeah. Then, okay. You know, because of that trade to clear space to sign Rondo, they uh, got a pick swap. So now they got the Kings pick in 2019. So I was just like, <laughs> wow, what I a move by the Kings. Years. I think that 60-win season was probably one of those things they were probably unused to. You know, we're probably unused to that around here. So if it's one, if it was one of those issues where we was winning 60 games on a consistent basis. Then I can uh, then then and, and, or, and, no at least the fifty so I, right or even fifty. At wait, least, oh, oh, so, at least wait, not the real Kings. quick. Oh yeah, I, I, I would hate that. Last okay, last season we were twenty six in attendance. Season before that, uh, we were twenty third in attendance. That sixty win season we were seventeen. See, yeah. seventeen. I remember. Yeah, it was like yeah, <laughs> we were out which is twenty. Yeah. Top 20. So top 20, it took a 60-win season just to get in the top 20. It took a 19-game winning streak. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing was that during that season, kudos, we had it sold out, even like actually sold out, not just reported yeah. sold out. Like even during, like you said, Philly games and, and whatnot, like there were games that were just like against lower-ranked lower teams. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, true, during the winning streak. And people were still coming, so that, shout out that to that season. Live. That it was live. It will never be like that again. It will never be that lit. And it was Travis, a, you got to make it lit again. Absolutely, and I think that's also another great point because not only is he coming from you know from Golden State to Atlanta. Did you did you see how lit they get at the Oracle oh, Arena? Not, oh, like yeah. those they always fans, been they've always are been yeah. hella loud. Yeah. And I'm using San Francisco <laughs> yeah, San Francisco like, slang right now to describe yeah. it. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's like <laughs> they. They they get hyped, and I feel like nah, that's man. one of the things that they that that Schlank has to do: build a team to recreate that. Dare I say, Golden State atmosphere? Because yeah, I think Phillips can get high. There's more, look the the loudest it was this season was. I would say, I guess, the you were there. I mean, the Cleveland comeback. I, I wasn't at the Cleveland comeback, but I just watched a video this morning, ironically. Cleveland comeback was ridiculous in there. I think that was the loudest. And then also, um, uh, San the four. Uh, yeah, the, uh, that, that, the that Sunday game, one. Hey, that yeah. was crazy. That was crazy in there. And then the quadruple overtime was, it was kind of, but it was for a different reason. Like, oh, there's man. a lot of New York fans in there. So I was, was in the office. Oh, yeah, a lot of New York transplants here. I was in the office for that game and the Cleveland game. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. That was, <laughs> <laughs> damn, I thought you was there with me. Yeah, shout out to I the I must have been, I thought I was talking to you the whole time man I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, was I swear I was shot next to me the whole time that's not much of a, much of a, of a yeah, surprise that it would be lit for that New York game talking to somebody close body if you imagine it Rashad's fake body double Tashad it's just he was standing there the whole time I was like okay Tashad I was like another Tashad choice it's crazy Tashad Tilligan we're gonna talk about this um Bob, what was it? The comments that Bob Ryan made too. We gotta talk about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Geezer. Yeah, that dude washed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, he he been covering the Celtics since like 1969. Dog. And he still couldn't get the top five. Word, right. Like his top five was way off, and he was like easily. And then I was like, dude, the top five, no. Yeah, nah, he's. What is wrong with him? That was unnecessary. Anyway, around the horn, right? It was on around the horn. Right. Yeah, he's and a regular around the horn. Yeah, he, 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 call, he like, called Dwight Howard the biggest waste of space. I'm like, dude, Kwame Brown. Then <laughs> 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 I had Christich or whatever. Yeah, there's like, a, like there's a bunch of them, man. What about Oliver Candy? Remember him? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There's like so many dudes that are washed. Yeah, like, one pick. Like, come yeah, on, Darko Milicic. Come yeah, on, Darko, Darko Milicic, dude. There's a lot of wasted. Like, come on, man. And the same week that happened. I seen the beat. <laughs> oh, oh man. man, wow. I can't lie and say I thought he was gonna be the truth. Me too. So, I thought he was gonna be nice. I was yeah, like, he, he people was. were really debating Emeka Okafor or Dwight Howard. Yo, that was a debate. That yeah. was a debate. Emeka yeah, yeah. Okafor is thinking about a comeback. Emeka o- 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 Okafor is so under the radar as far as like the blasphemy and. 
just trash what? he should be getting. Oh, you think he doesn't get trashed he, enough? He doesn't get trashed. Yeah, yeah. no. And no, everybody he... wants to talk about Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard carried his team to the finals. Dwight Howard had 41 points and 19 rebounds in the oh, finals Here we game. go. Here you go. <laughs> go, go ahead. Like go ahead, Dwight, Dwight, Dwight Howard is one of the greatest <laughs> centers. Go ahead. He's say the third one. I know you're about to top say Top 10 center of all time. And, and he's a Hall of Famer. One more. What? About hey, he's, he's a three-time defensive player of the year. And then keep going. And an eight-time All-Star. One more. I, you, I and, see you, boy. I see you. He's the only player uh-huh. that has proven <laughs> in the East that he can beat LeBron James. Now, oh, okay. See, that's you a, can get like, away with this. This is because we ain't got Jeremy here. That's what. I'm going to reply as me or reply as Jeremy. Damn, there's so many we could go here. You can do both if you want, man. I don't. Go ahead. Dwight Howard is a Hall of Famer. Jeremy, what's up? We about to go I'm, ahead. I'm Jeremy right now. Yeah. Shot. <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> <laughs> That's it, dog. Look, um, Dwight Howard. Who? I don't hate Dwight Howard, dog. I don't hate Dwight. I don't understand the hate he gets nationally. I don't have a problem with him. He's done nothing wrong to Atlanta fans uh, this year. <laughs> so I'm not mad at him at all. It's it, this, the whole time. What do we say? He kept his composure all year. Yeah. He didn't lash out anybody. He didn't fight nobody in the locker room. He didn't divide the locker room. He was just chilling. He didn't say anything wrong, and then he still gets flagged. That's how I know he just can't win. He's made, he's burned so many bridges, I guess, in the past, and now people are just trying to get on him till the, till they ride him out the league. But I don't have a problem with Dwight. I just don't see the big deal. Like, I look at him, I'm like, I don't see why people hate this dude. Like, I can't put it together of what he does. He's like a, to me. He's just he's a big kid. He's a All big right. he's a big kid who likes to just enjoy being around people. It he has. likes to be liked. He he all that good stuff. He's like he's pretty much LeBron away when it comes to that. They like to be liked. They're they're on that. I get that. But at the same time, I just don't I don't hate him like that much. He's just Dwight. No, the flash Dwight man. career. I just don't get it, man. I don't know. I don't know. That's me. I don't I don't look as hard as him as people. There's other players that I've hated. A lot more than Dwight Howard, I'll say that. That's not really the expectations. You know, yes. they just expect him to, you know, take, you know, they expect him to be the next Shaq. And yeah. it's just like, you know, it's, he's not Shaq. Ever. He's, he's never been. <laughs> it's just like, great defensive player yes. know, that happened to score. You think that would be, okay, you think when he's done, that that would be his, like, that would be what he's remembered as. He's, he'll be remembered as a great defensive player. No. Okay. He'll, he'll be remembered as the guy who just fell apart. Okay, yeah, injuries. The Shaq wannabe. The Shaq wannabe. The Shaq wannabe. Mm. Mm. Little Shaq. Little Shaq. He's, does he play? This is. I don't know if I, I'm going to be blasphemous here. But if he's any comparison, to be realistic, who else, if we could take Shaq away, who else would he be compared to? Like, is he more of a Bill Russell no. than I, I he don't, actually I don't, is? I don't think that Because Bill be... wasn't an offensive. Like, I, I, if you look at Bill Russell's stats, he wasn't, like, just killing offensively all the time. He but, was a defensive guy primarily. So would he is he more like Bill Russell, honestly? Dwight, than, Dwight, Dwight was right, right, such right. a weird specimen. There is no one that will ever be like Dwight Howard again in the okay. league. Yeah, Dwight's very athletic. Maybe JaVel McGee. <laughs> JaVel McGee. Because <laughs> you're talking about an, an athletic guy that does yeah, great on defense. An yeah. athletic guy, but he's better than JaVel. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, of course. Yeah, I thought you were just like. I mean, Dwight Howard's a, a Hall of Famer. I mean, yes. a prime Matumbo. He's a he's a better Matumbo. Is that what you're saying? A prime Matumbo. A prime Matumbo. Damn. My yeah, Matumbo was, wasn't oh, half that athletic even. as Dwight Howard. Don't, I would don't not, do that. I'm not I mean, so I'm sure I would prime. go Matumbo. Yeah. Yeah. Like prime. That's like his prime. Now oh, he's prime. Oh, the the, the Kimbe like, can never score 41 points in the finals game. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah, you're right, Rashad. Come on, man. Mm. You're right, Rashad. I, I can't act like it didn't happen. Like I just, it happened. Which I know is. you. Have, I know you're gonna stick up for your boy. I'm just saying, and I, it did happen. He scored 40. He dominated 41. the league, but 41. I'm sorry. I mean, I just, he, he dominated the league for a good period. Of, well, I'm sorry. The problem was the time he was supposed to be dominating the league. LeBron was dominating the league still, right? So mm-hmm. I think that's another thing. Was at the end of the day, he. I, I don't he know. Beat LeBron for everything. Just, just in case y'all forgot. Nobody. Yeah, a lot of people forgot. Yeah, I, I, I forgot. But um, <laughs> anyway, no. But like the point was when LeBron was. Doing his thing, you know, arising, becoming the king, becoming who he was. Um, a lot of people felt like Dwight should have been honestly leading, having the torch in the league because no, he was unguardable. He was too strong for everybody's position. He was too fast, too quick for all the people, all the big men that was guarding him. He honestly should have been the best player in the league, I think, for a good at least three or four years before all the injuries happened. Mm. I would say, and now, and it just never happened. I don't, you know, for whatever reason, because everybody was waiting on the post moves that he was scared to use. I get that, but. 
I knew there was a period of time that I felt Dwight should have been the best, and that's just not no hate on. It's nothing against LeBron or anything, but I, Dwight was just a physical specimen that, like, yo, like Rashad kind of said, it, like we've never seen before. I think basketball traditionalists were expecting Dwight Howard to be the best player because yeah. for much of the for much of the history of the NBA, it has been dominated for the most part by big men. Yeah. But now we're in a new era where it's much faster, it's much smaller, and now it's a point guard driven league. Yeah. So, so I think yeah. that also has a lot to do with some of the you know with some of the flat he gets yeah. nationally. Yeah. He so looks just the fact the positions that he put himself in, like you know he went to. Orlando then went to LA. Does you know those two locations go hand in hand? It was like you go to LA, you saw from Orlando, you got some big shoes to fill. Yeah, exactly, yeah. that's where the Shaq comparisons came. And then yeah. you know no. you uh, you leave. You know Andrew Bynum gets traded. You supposed to, you supposed to step in. You supposed to step in and be and be the man. You know that's one thing about LA. You know you have, they also had great big men. You know there's just you know you look at like you know the list goes on. Kareem, Shaq. You know, all of them, they went on to win championships. And then, you know, you go to Houston, another place with good big man history, and mm-hmm. he didn't do it over there. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, you know, like, dang, you know, now you go to Atlanta, and it's like nobody cares. Yep. Yep. Dwight yep. Howard has more 15-point and 20-rebound games since he came into the NBA than the next three closest players combined. We leave on that note. That's Andre Drummond, Kevin Love, and DeAndre Jordan. No okay. thing, no Boom. Problem. Our next topic here, let's get to <laughs> let's get to LeBron James and the comments uh, he made this week after his property was vandalized by some hoodlums. Um, no matter how famous you are, no matter how many people admire you, um, you know, being being black in America is it's tough. That I and, believe uh, that's why and we got a you know, women like Emmett Till's mom left the casket open and showed everybody in the world what her son went through mm-hmm. because of hate. You know, so, you know, I look at it and, um, and it hurts and it's like unfortunate and I got to sit here and I got to talk to my kids about what it means to grow up being an African-American, a black kid in America. Um, if that can shed light on the whole situation and we can continue the conversation uh, because no matter how, no matter how much money you got, no matter how famous you are, no matter how many people admire you, at the end of the day, being a black man in America is uh, is very frightening, and it lets us know that we got so much farther, so much further to go to be equal in this in this country. Did anybody have a problem with the Emmett Till reference? First thing I want to say, Dwight Howard never had 41 points in the finals. Okay. Oh, you right. said in the finals. He, 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 ne- he never had 41. Okay. He, he probably did in the Eastern Conference, but he didn't. I just want to clear that up cool. so people won't hit us in the comments. Oh, you never had one. All right. Stay out of here. But uh, right, Emmett cool. Till reference, I, I didn't have a problem with it because it's the way he referenced it. He was referencing the Emmett Till thing to um, his mother chose to have an open casket to show people the pain you know, to, to show her, to show the world, you know, the reality of being a black person in America. So he was saying, if you got to spray paint the N-word with a hard R all over, you know, the biggest, you know, second biggest superstar athlete in the world right now, his house, then, you know what I'm saying? Then, then, it, then, then that there. shows the world, da 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 you know what I'm saying? Just like Emmett Till. Yeah. Um, I, when I first um, when I first heard it, it was just it caught my surprise. So, you know, it was just like you know, that's a reference. You know, it's a pretty pretty bad you know pretty bad accident, you know incident that happened with Emmett Till, and it's just like you know, you know already you know, you know you just don't you know I remember just a couple of years back you know like uh, you know Future and Lil Wayne used that reference in a song and stuff. And just like, it's just no, a, Lil Wayne did. Future didn't say that. You're right, you're right. And it's like, you know, it's just, I probably just leave that, I would just say just leave that separate just because it's just like, you know, that's a a whole different, whole different thing. If you think back to the backstory, you know, because I can imagine, you know, I don't even know if that's still in the history books, you know, just like, you know. Barely. It's just, you know, that's just something you just got to be careful about using. I just felt like he could better illustrate his, better illustrate his um, message around, you know, his racial uh, his racial point without using that reference it's it's extremely tough to articulate what lebron how lebron james articulated that it's is extremely difficult for a superstar athlete that's the best answer you could possibly ask for so to to criticize 
what LeBron said and said it could have been better. He could have. You can't. That that's as good as it gets, in my opinion. You think there was no other? I digress. You you digress. So you you guys disagree on that? You think there was another outlet, or you think that was Emmett Till? You feel like Emmett Till is more of a um, uh, what happened? That background of story, all that it takes, all that it brings up, all the emotion it brings up within black people. You think it's too severe? It's a too severe to bring up. It's too uh, uh, heart wrenching and whatnot. To bring up that to compare it to this, you think it's just a little bit, it's a, it's a little bit beyond what yeah, he should have done. Yeah, just and Rashad, like, you feel the opposite. Obviously, you feel yeah, like it, it's it's it, needed. It does, you know, because some people look at it and just be like, you know, did did somebody get hurt? Did somebody, mm-hmm. you know, did somebody get hurt? Did didn't did something similar happen regarding what caused the incident and stuff? Mm-hmm. And it's just like. You know, Emmett Till, because he just, I just, I would just hate for this to just be, uh, you know, somebody, some other athlete uses this and stuff in terms of their race stuff. You know, it's just. They, I, I feel, I don't, when I first heard him say it, uh, I was, I was, I was a tad bit surprised too at the reference, not because I, I know LeBron's a pretty educated guy and he, um, and he keeps himself in the loop, tries to make sure that he, he's standing up for the people who are not in his position. So that's the other, you know, whatever African American community just went out throughout the United States. I think LeBron, I think the flag he got, um, I think people kind of missed the point on that end that it wasn't just about him, that it was about, he mentioned his, his kids and his wife and all that. And some people said that was over dramatic. Some people said that it was, um, that there's nobody, I'm not going to say the guy's name, but you know who I'm talking about, who said that it wasn't, nobody physically got hurt and that. For him to bring up racism, this isn't All this he isn't need racism. To comment on is snacks. And we exactly. You know who you are, boy. Looking like a sack of groceries. That's all, so that so that dude so that dude who said that about LeBron James, uh, my problem with you is uh and my problem with him has always been if it's Kaepernick, if it's LeBron James or whatnot, people get flagged for any black or man Oprah. in America. Uh, a black woman in America, black man in America, who who are continually like constantly reminding us the state of the country. Uh, if you don't feel comfortable, uh, that's if you do feel comfortable, then the whole point of what LeBron did and the point of Kaepernick's doing is to make you feel uncomfortable because there's a whole side of America who is not being able to enjoy the luxuries that you do every day. So people need to understand that in itself. That this is no matter how much money he has, and we're let's talk about that now. It's just money and racism. Handing uh, look, Rashad, that was a good. As far as bringing that up, does it still matter? Um, or was it David? Was it? I don't know which one you guys brought or, up. But it was a good question. Is it money? Is money yeah. and racism? Uh, yeah, if you yeah. get reach a certain amount of um, platforms, certain amount of money, oh, does racism ever? Does that side? Okay. Does that does that affect you in any way now? Uh, does Oprah face racism anymore? Does all these athletes and singers and entertainers and doctors do they still face racism even if they making this amount of money a year? Y'all feel like it still matters if not even matters. I'm sorry, but do you feel like it's um, it should be labeled as racism even if they do have a higher economic status? Well, yeah. for, first going back to the the um, what, what were we talking about when we were talking about the uh, when um, when they said, well, you, you might not be facing these problems, but there are people that that are facing these problems, and sometimes like, well, you, you are facing these problems. If you think you aren't, you just aren't. You don't realize it. You're talking right to the people who eyes. don't. You think you're yeah, talking yeah, to the people you, who don't. You just don't realize yeah. what they're what you're getting got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're getting got. Yeah. So all right, so that take care of that. But yeah, I'll, uh, you know, you go, David. I mean, yeah, just like I think, racism, think money, racism right. comes at every level. I just remember like a few years ago in Atlanta, you know, Tyler Perry got pulled over, and you know, he's in a nice car and stuff, and you know, racial profile while he was driving. Mm-hmm. You know, just like he wasn't doing anything wrong and stuff, and it's just. It's prevalent. I mean, it's just yeah, it's, it's easy, and mm-hmm. it could be hidden. More the more money you get, the more it's just hidden. I think to a degree, and some people I know Wayne said it that threw everybody out. Remember a year ago, Wayne came on like Fox and was <laughs> like, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he's like, remember he he said something on the along the lines of that he doesn't really uh, see racism and all that because he has all these he has all these uh, white fans who come to his shows and all that and show him love. So he's like, oh, then there's no racism anymore. So, like, for him as somebody who doesn't understand exactly that, uh, who's kind of a little bit more, and he's, uh, people have stood up for him and said Wayne is kind of in his own world, so he probably doesn't see it. But there are a lot of people who think alike, like Wayne, uh, black or whatnot, who feel like there's no racism just because you get support from um, a certain group of people. But, yeah, for for that in itself, it, it doesn't matter exactly if it's at your front door. doesn't matter if it's, you still seem, the lynchings or all that, whatever, they all come in different, like, 
just shapes and forms now. That's all racism. That's Definitely. why you got to weed it out now even more than ever with our generation and, and, and whatnot. We have to find different ways uh, to make sure that it's still on the forefront. People are still being exposed about it. That's why we love we're trying to get him on the show. But that's why we love Sean King. Uh, and what he does, uh, a lot he gets a lot of flack from probably a certain the left, right, whatever people who feel that he's not patriotic. But what he does is patriotic to continue to, to call out racism. Um, but when it comes to money, I just I've, I've never cared if somebody had a, a lot of money or not. Like Jim Brown or an, and those athletes said that you have more responsibility once you get money to to continue like to have that platform and and to call out what is not right you know call out the injustice and whatnot mm -hmm. so it doesn't mean lebron james has done a great job more than i don't know any other modern day athlete um basketball athlete that's done what he's done but he's continually to call out um the injustice in america he's always stepped in the front he didn't hide away he didn't shy away from that press conference um those lot of things is why i applaud him for that but and i, and I don't just because he has money i would have been more critical of him if he didn't say anything and then it would have shown like because he has money to shy, you know now he shouldn't talk because he has money so he's okay it doesn't affect him uh it still affects him and he, he has like he said he has to talk to his kids about it and whatnot absolutely uh, regardless of how much money they have they're still going to grow black in america so it didn't matter um and exactly that's I mean, financially yeah fi finance has never been yeah, a problem not and everybody gonna know who lebron james jr is yeah <laughs> right. yo cop. he said he that was yeah, the, go ahead yeah, the cop the cop is gonna see a little black boy <laughs> that's what, i remember that's it was real quick it was funny though because they were like he said he didn't want people he changed his number yeah number and he's like i don't want people to know who i am i was like yo your name is lebron like, james checking in right. lebron james jr hey bro who that is right. <laughs> i was like come on yeah but yeah. no nah, i'm i'm happy for what mm -hmm. for what happened with lebron absolutely and i think it you know what i you know looking at just everything as far as that concerned you made a great point i mean you know and we talked a little bit you know on the on the last podcast last episode with uh with um chris hodges with craig hodges but uh, it ha you know athletes that have a lot of money i feel like they have even more responsibility to be able to do something like this because you know they become even more of a target when they have a lot of money because i feel like it's one of those issues where successful african americans are target they're a regular target because it's one of those issues I just feel like, you know, they don't want to see, you know, the, you know, the success that African-Americans have have made in society. So whenever you see someone like a LeBron James or like a Colin Kaepernick or even like an Oprah and they, you know, they constantly are attacked, you know, racially for either their views or just for the color of their skin. I feel like it makes them even more yeah. of a of a target than what they would be so like you said i feel like they have even more of you know more of a responsibility and we was talking also there's also uh, last week with craig as far as how today's athlete is becoming more and more and more social socially conscious because of the times that we live in mm -hmm. because of the climate that you know that we live in the fact that you know more and more and more athletes are following the colin kaepernick route they're following the lebron james route they're following the route of those WNBA players last year that wore the black lives matter shirts so i feel like that overall the social climate is changing where athletes are starting to pick up that mantle and realize that hey it doesn't matter eventually all they're going all all people are going to see eventually is black skin whether you got a dollar or whether you got a billion dollars eventually black is still black yeah and then on that i just i know y'all see it all the time in comments it's just crazy how like all the athletes they when they do speak out like colin did and, and whatnot then you see people be like well you need to shut up because you're you're fortunate and that you have money and that we've given you this this platform like people feel like they've like athletes and whatnot have been they're like lucky and they should just be that's why uh, black athletes and black people who who's like they they should just be lucky they're there like no nah, they work for it go ahead last year they shouldn't even play the finals say it again they shouldn't even play the finals oh like like craig was saying yeah that's like yeah. you got i looked at the ratings i think it was like 12.3 12.3 ratings and it's just like you know you go out there, you know, just have like a modern day athlete summit. Just have like LeBron, Durant, Durant Curry, you know, just be like. Mellow. You know, Mellow, you know, <laughs> yeah. CP3. Why are you laughing when they said Mellow? You man? know, Westbrook, you know, like this is, you know, this got to stop. Yeah. Uh. And just like, you know, at the end of the day, you know, like I applaud LeBron for his, you know, his courage. You know, he definitely. Because, uh, you know, the average person can't just say that, <laughs> you know, just Because uh, nobody would, yeah, people just wouldn't care. Yeah, just like, <laughs> right. you, know, you know, lose you, you know, say that at your job. You can't, the average person can't say that at your job. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. yep. I applaud for him to say that at his job. But, you know, just, uh, 
I just hate that this is gonna get blown over. You know, more people care about game two tomorrow than LeBron. Like, how can we, how can we follow this dude? What can we do? True. And it's just True. like you know, mm-hmm. LeBron's spoken before. You know, just going, you know, verbally and non-verbally. You know, just like with the whole, uh, you know, can't breathe T-shirts, and you know, it's just. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's just, you know, you know, just keep having them talking over and over again, you know, and it just felt like you eventually know, just, something's got to, yeah. And just like, you know, if he would have never didn't play that game, you know, it gave everybody's attention because, you know, they're watching those games. Yeah. They, you know, they're paying them hundreds and hundreds and billions and millions of dollars to watch them games. But, you know, apparently this is just going to be, it's going to be watched over to next, you know, then it's going to be another incident. And like Rashad, that's why, I mean, I, I do agree with as far as it's good to leave it up. It was good that it was left up. Um, to leave the N word up on his on his on his gate like that, or was it the gate or the house, whatever? Right. Um, I think that's just to have that. Just leave it up as as long as it needs to be left up. I wouldn't. I would be just an advocate for that. I wouldn't. I don't care because people need to understand. It doesn't matter uh, who you are. That it's at the end of the day they view you in the same light. So Is it, and going full circle back to that sixty win Hawks season, you know, the Hawks definitely wouldn't have got swept by Cleveland in the Eastern Conference Finals if Tabo Cephalosha was there. What does that have to do with anything? Well, you know, the New York police beat oh, the like, season. Oh, they like, beat his leg until he was out for the season. I didn't. I didn't and like, it doesn't matter you if you're in the house. NBA or the Zonese or the NFL. The or the, when no. when the police oh, see you, they see you as a black man. And you, you know see what changed they, with they black skin. Yeah, because because. You know, Peril Antich was arrested that night too, and they didn't do all that to him. If anyone you need to be scared of, it's Peril Antich. Isn't the man with the bald head and tattoos all over his arm? I mean, but they chose you know, to, they, they to chose you know exactly. And no. not to mention, That's a great point. sorry, I didn't know what you were going right. with that. Yeah, yeah. Not right. to mention, one of the most high-profile Black Lives Matter cases happened in Cleveland. Tamir Rice. Yeah, yeah Tamir Rice. He didn't comment on it. Well, it. you know, he, he said he didn't know enough about it. I'll you can't follow that. every single one because there's so many. Right. That's a sad it's thing. so That's many sad names. Thing, yeah. You can't follow them all. That's what. So shout out. We we want to um, Paul LeBron obviously for what what uh, what he commented on and how he went about it. But like you know, like I like what David's saying. Just going forward, it's not good. It's sadly, but yeah, people are focused on the game more than anything else. And it'll, by next week, people, it would all be a blur and. People will feel like it happened a year ago. Or People so. will be but remembering more reminded. about Rihanna game one. Then. Hey, there you go. She right. took over game one. Um, she, I'm not going to say that. She did look good game one. Anyway, uh, let's get to the next subject here. We're going to talk about Rich Homie Kwan and how he got found with a little bit of that earth candy that in, his, uh, in, his, in his whip or whatnot. He got pulled over, got stopped. Uh, they say he's facing up to 30 years in prison. Uh, and, and we're going to talk about the Georgia – I mean – Sheesh. Did y'all, did y'all, were y'all aware of the Georgia laws when it comes to like marijuana and whatnot? Were any of us aware? Because I really wasn't. I had to like make sure I go research and look at it. I up. mean, I, I gotta, you gotta think about, you know, Rich Homie's a, a convicted felon. So, mm. I mean, anything he's gonna do is gonna be blown out of proportion when he gets arrested. What did he get arrested for the first time? What did he, uh, remember, he, uh, well, before he was a rapper, he was like breaking and entering. So, armed robbery oh. and all that, like, those were convic- uh, convictions that he has on his record. Running up in people's houses and all that with, with guns, oh, so man. that that's a couple charges. Like you ran up in someone's house, that's one charge. You ran up in someone's house with a gun, that's another. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. you know, a- anything, any little thing he's gonna do is gonna be like blown out. Yeah, exactly. They, they, right now, just a disclaimer. That, that, well, that, I mean, I think the good thing, David, I think you said in the, in the group chat was just about uh, unfair. Oh, was it Jer- I'm sorry, Jeremy and David, you guys talked about was just like how the Georgia laws are just really harsh when it comes to I think drug drug laws nationwide. Nationwide, but Georgia's one of like the worst, and and, and even a lot of, a lot of worst. like states have just have like adapted to the times and have just all they do is assign like fines and whatnot. You got different, mm-hmm. yet if you know, obviously we know Colorado and whatnot, um, Washington State, Washington State, yes, different counties yeah. in Georgia do yeah. that, and even where they diff- just you just pay a fine. The one uh, Clarkston, I oh, live yeah, like right. five minutes from Clarkston. Clarkston, you get pulled over for I guess it's a if it's an ounce or less or whatever, and it's seventy five dollars for a fine. If if you know, if, and I think that's that's much better than the. Obviously, being incarcerated or whatnot, or going to For jail, or whatever, years. and trying to get bond and all—it's just a lot of process. But a lot of people feel like it's these rules are in place because uh, they're targeted at at race, mm-hmm. at poor people, at young people, and whatnot. Um, and they feel like that's the reason why they were put in place, which is to our point, the whole 
documentary about the 13th mm-hmm. that was that was really well put together on Netflix. People should look that up. The 13th, uh, which talks about uh, as far as going from slavery to jail system, how it was geared towards constantly monitoring the the actions of black people and making sure any any act that we did have that was we were severely punished more than any other race in America. Um, but yeah, it's when I saw the whole rich homie thing, I and I saw how many up to years I was like I didn't know that it was that harsh here. If it's it's up to 30, I doubt he'll get 30 obviously. But anywhere between that I just think it's a little overblown, man. Yeah, get the Mike Scott lawyer. Yeah, man. My yeah. shout out to Mike Scott for getting off of <laughs> hey, that. He finessed out of it's that. brother got out of but, that too. Uh, it's a racial thing. I was like, but, yeah, it's a racial. I was like, it, it was just crazy because like the, the folks in Georgia and in Atlanta, like them jail cells so packed. Folks ain't even got beds. Like a lot of them people don't even have beds. That's how packed it is in serious? those jail cells. It, yes, oh I'm serious. Gosh. So mm-hmm. it's like that. That's how serious mass incarceration is. How many of our friends? Uh, I bet every single one of us had a friend growing up, a black friend that had a father that was in jail. I did. So, exactly. So it's terrible. I mean, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. it happened. Yeah, it's, it's um, I think the other thing that was brought up was uh, they're, they're trying to pass laws that are going to that will just make each offense at two hundred fifty dollar to five hundred seven hundred fifty dollars. Seven hundred fifty dollars be the most you pay by your third fine if you get caught with weed an ounce or less or whatever. So they're trying to pass laws in place now to get to, to get it reduced. Um, but medical marijuana, I think in Atlanta and Georgia period was like passed two years ago or whatnot. So you could for different if you have you know epilepsy or uh, even now autism it accounts for it. So they'll give you a certain dose of, of weed like with low THC or whatever, mm-hmm. and they'll give you that if you for those certain diseases. But anything there's a lot you know they're trying to like expand exactly how many people can use it and whatnot but for for me for just like recreational purposes that we're way behind dude like just mm-hmm. doing the research on there's a lot of there's just it's constantly happening each year and it's quietly happening uh different cities and around the the nation are just like hey we're just gonna slap a fine on you and then that'll be it like i just don't see the purpose of i don't I, i've never used yeah, weed man. but i never yeah. use weed i know they people who do it. and they can't tell yeah it's true it's People who use weed, I don't see any difference with them between people who don't. Who it's like, as far as maybe the way they're acting, maybe. Really, uh, attack cigarettes, and that's worse. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no, wait, wait. Yeah. I'm saying, hey, I know some people that, you know, once they once they smoke, they don't do nothing for the rest of the day. <laughs> oh, man. I know some people, man. So. Mm. You get stuck on that couch, yeah. uh, chilling. Crown yeah. Stop is going to give you a call now. Uh huh. Crown Stop is like, who? I'm going to be like, what? That's <laughs> that wrong number. <laughs> Your phone, who this? No, man. You want that 50000 reward. <laughs> oh, I ain't snitch on none of that. But Rich Homie, to his thing, he is kind of reckless, though. Like, I saw something he did on the radio where he was pulling out Percocets. Yeah. You saw that? Yeah, it's my help him go to sleep. I was like, yo, yo wow. don't pull it out on TV dude, or whatever, internet, and... That's it's, it's nice to know that Rich Homie is laying low on the on his drug. <laughs> <laughs> He's Man. keeping it on the low. I don't know. I don't know what is it with like just Atlanta rappers that at some point once they get like a little forgotten about, then they start really wilding out. And uh, that's like, yeah, they just, you, no, it you happens gonna, here, you, dude. You gonna kick the it, man while you down? No, it happens. People start, no, but that's wild to do. You don't bring out drugs, dude, on a radio show that's I mean, being nationally, like, like you, that to me, I, I was mean, like, yo, you're yeah. stupid, dude. I mean, yeah, that's kind of telling on yourself. And he hung like this. I was like, yo, what are That's you telling on yourself. I mean, sadly, that's the way to be relevant, because, you know, so everybody's on Percocets, man. You know, drugs, you know, that's what, that's what people like hearing, music about drugs. Mask know. Off is a great song still, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. just uh, well, make great music. And when he like, oh, so, oh, he got drugs. Let's hear, but let's see, yeah, what he, yeah. let's see what he gonna rap about now. Future is the, like the most depressed artist, and we just be dancing to his stuff. And like literally, like everything he's talking about is depressing as hell. But and it's he like nobody. It yeah, he sounds really. Depressed. It's all about drugs. But I don't. Nobody cares, right? I and mean, Sierra leaving him. And Sierra, I, I was wow. actually happy for him for that. Actually, yeah, so anyway, yeah. mm. I was happy for him. And and look what happened. Russell Wilson lost to us. So you know, it all came back. It all came back. Um, is it possible they love Sierra more in Seattle now that they do Atlanta? Because just because just because because hey, everybody, everybody took feature side. I took feature side. Whose side did you take? Oh, that's, that's you took Russell Wilson's side or what? Who I took Russell Wilson's side? Just, in here? Okay, all right, all right, hey, 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 I got a problem. I'm, with I'm, you. I'm gonna I say, I'm gonna say, Russell Wilson. That was a W for the nice guys. So. The corny guys. But, but 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 that doesn't necessarily mean that I took Sierra's side. I mean, because like I still like <laughs> Future's music. You know, I mean, do you like listening to Future more than you like watching thing. Wilson play? 
That's the comparison. Do you like listening to Future more I, I than you like I Russell? don't care to watch Russell Wilson play. We got Cam Newton in the league. Okay, man. all right, all right. Oh. I got Cam Newton money, remember? Russell Wilson's not even that good of a quarterback. Okay, that's I mean, oh, okay. true. Oh, wow, oh, man. I don't know about that. No. Oh, I mean, just he's like, not. <laughs> I mean, come on. He's not. No. He's not. Man, Future, <laughs> the, future <laughs> the artist, you know, I just keep it like that, but Future's the person, you know, this is awful. He's a, they say, look. It's, you know, respect women. It's the same thing like T.I., like, Future's, we love T.I., but T.I. is a, you see how the way Yo, he's been I, I was watching the end of, uh, That's wild. Tiny, I was watching that, like, literally last night when I got home. And I was like, yo, this man is violent. He, he told her straight he, up <laughs> that you're in your distraction. He, he, said, he said, you're holding me back from my greatness. I was like, bro, you fell off like five years <laughs> you're ago. You're holding like, me back. Like, I was like, <laughs> like, yo, I was like you, oh, you're a solidified legend in the game. Like, this music that you're doing now is just for you because Pretty no one much. else is really checking for T.I.'s that, music. That's another thing. He's acting like he's getting away of that, what? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, he, he's literally yeah, just, like, he just wants to be single again. That's yeah. all it is. I was like, dude, you got like six yeah. kids <laughs> This girl held you down when you went to prison. I she was like, that's, did. that's rarity, man. True. Just, Wait, know. did she get caught? Remember they got caught in L.A. with... Uh, oh, yeah. The yeah, drugs. with the I think she drugs. Took, and I the, think she took the charge for them. She probably did. True, yeah, she done everything. That's a rarity. You know how these girls are. So, I mean, just, Shout out to Tiny on that, man. He, he bought her a car, too. On that what, episode. after that? No, no. Like, he, he went on that when he said she was a distraction. And then she was mad, so he visited mm. her at the house, and he brought her a new car, bruh. And I was mm. like, wait, what? He just bought a car like that? Like, that's how you say sorry? That's just wow. sad. I guess that's we, messed we up. Do, if we had money, what we would do? I don't know. And, and I then Tiny, do Tiny was like, I mean, I'm going to accept the gift. This is a nice car, but all the flashy things, like, that doesn't, um, you know, it doesn't that's impress me anymore. <laughs> and I was like, dang, like, that's a crazy lifestyle. Yeah, it's just wow. sad the institution of marriage in the black community is gone. We don't care about Look, I'm not looking oh, forward man. to get. look, here's the thing. I told my mama the same thing. Marriage has just the whole idea of it. I don't care that much. Each year, it just seems like I know. Look, if it happens, it happens. But I'm not like everything's not just thrown in the basket. Like I have to get married. But I, I just can't don't care. I don't care if it happens. It happens. No but. Lie. I just want you uh, Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> You just start going just, I'm just saying Anybody else, Who in here Lobo. Cares about marriage Like they did when they were Like 10 year old like they ten. Compare yourself now To when you were like 10 or something Or 15 uh, yeah. I mean Did you I'm care a, about marriage I, I, would, I would like to have A family one day I'm a, you know, you get family, but you want to get married. It's a different thing. Yeah, with, with a family, like you like I, 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 I would without. need to have kids. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to be married with no kids. Like yeah. well, okay, what about y'all just living it all in the house together, but you ain't legally married? No, no, no. no. My my mom ain't having that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I love how we still. No, my mom ain't having. I don't do the Rashad. This is foolishness. I don't do the baby mama baby either. daddy thing. Just too too much going on. It's too much going on. Baby mama can go. I'm just saying, if y'all look, the marriage happens, the divorce happens. You know, y'all know how it is. You're losing everything. I'm just saying, the money. You're gonna lose your money. And I don't yeah, know if y'all care about your money. You get a prenup. Get a prenup. That's there why people go. our age aren't getting married at the, at the rate they used to back in the day. What? Because of well, divorce rates are like fifty percent. Marriage Everybody is expensive, man. Thank you. Them that's weddings? why people our age are not getting married I mean, anymore. I mean, back, and the divorce rates. Well, I mean, that, well that, that's a weak excuse. What do you mean, the divorce thing? No, no, no. It's like the money. I mean, back, is, I mean back it then. Is. I mean back then, you know, you the man broke. it was you know traditional, like it was like old school, like the man making all the money and the woman didn't have nothing. So she's of course she stuck with him. You know, yeah. you know he cheated on her like ten million times. <laughs> so, yo, like, yo, know. a lot of y'all pops was who listening. A lot of y'all pops and grandpops was back there in the day doing their thing. And don't lie. Every, everybody just loves and, to be know, single. And now. now you know women making their own money, and now they can be more selective in there. And their spouses, yeah. they, you know, they got more power now. Right. They, they don't have to just hinge on us. So it's like it's a different, it's a whole different thing. Three, I mean, like, I, my thing, <laughs> oh, I, saw, I, saw, but, uh, I was like, wait, three? I was thinking about Carmelo and the three-point shot. I was like, wait, what, three? Uh, shout out to Chris. No, nah, but look, I just, it's, if it happens, it happens at the end of the day. If y'all, if you care that much about marriage, I get it. It, it could be a religious I, I, thing, but. I've just, seen so many guys like, you know what happened to them? They get married very soon. Too soon. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You mean you said too soon? No, I was saying they get married very soon. Oh, very soon. Yeah. yeah. So you next? <laughs> no, wait, what? No, wait. The biggest players. We hey, don't, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't that over his life, man. David, don't, don't, don't do that. that. Life. Don't do that. He ain't gonna prophesy that over his life. Ain't, look, 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 look. Do we sometimes think about marriage because sometimes we see our peers get married? No, I literally, I would just love to have a family one day. I think it would be like cool to have a family. I think it's one of those things. I think be the best dad in this room. Think about it. 
Because I, I like, see, I I like, get married. I like yeah. being in a family, so it'll be nice to, to have my own family. Be I like, can see you being a good dad, though. I, I don't created know if you some that. kids. Are you going to whoop your kids, though? Nah, nah. I can see. See, Rashad, that's it. we got to talk about that. You, it, you, you know, I didn't get whooped. What? Not really. I mean, you know, a couple really. times, but... <laughs> Like you, you know what I'm saying. Like, you got hit up, man. You all got hit. It's like it's like it's like I ain't hiding it. In fact, I can probably remember exactly how that happened. I ain't hiding it, dog. Oh man, look. Key. And it look, it all paid off. You get smacked a couple times. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's all good. Now you're straight. Look, uh, we're gonna wrap let's wrap this episode up before we go any further. Yo, Keith is crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh A League, man. We appreciate y'all listening again for all the support we've been getting this week. And the Shout last out to weeks. Dash Radio. Shout we know y'all listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Dash. Shout out to Dash. Uh well, Hawks Talk. Can we give them a quick shout oh, out? Oh yeah, yeah. Shout out to Hawks Talk. They, they got a new podcast, and they shouted us out last week. Real love, I'm man. on it as well, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> this boy getting two checks. But so we shout out to Hawkstar. Everybody giving the support to uh, for our podcast. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. Uh, Yeboa NBA is my Twitter. Uh, check us out on A-League 1. At A-League 1. Uh, hit us up. Comments on the show. What do you want to hear? Blah, blah, blah. Suggestions. We want to hear it all. You. Uh, RashadMilligan.com. You can follow me on Twitter at the Real Chameleonaire. David Norris second, and hey, uh, Kim, you know, you know, you know, you're more welcome talking to defects about your little past issues. <laughs> I just want to hear more about what Shab was thinking about those about those Simone Manuel Instagram photos. Simone Manuel, that's another thing. Simone right. Manuel, hit us up at the A League One. Um, Rashad oh, Milligan is here. Uh, he did a great interview with you. Um, uh, Simone, what's happening, man? You know, just stop. You know, stop being so mean. Speaking of racism, stop. like uh, under one of her videos, it was like blacks, and then someone was like, "What?" And then they were like, "There's blacks in this video." And I was like, <laughs> "Wow!" I was like, "Damn, Yo, man!" Like, so, 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 no one's exempt from racism. Nobody, <laughs> nobody at all, nobody at all. Akeem Balum, A K I E M B A I L U M, Twitter, Graham, Beyond the W dot com. Check it out. <laughs> peace, peace, peace. <laughs> he said, "He said, you know, I know." I- Take the good with the bad and the bad with the good. The plug sent the good, so I had to flood the hood. The plug sent the bad, and I off at two. That made me a bigger asset to the plug. They tell me how you feel.